This show is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network. Get more at nerdylegion.com. Enjoy the show! What is up, everybody? It is a Friday night time to talk independent comics and independent wrestling on your favorite podcast, Indie Alley. We are here with you tonight. What's happening, Fred? What's up, Andrew? I don't know. It's been a long week. Yeah. But I, I you know, I've been kind of bored with this um, staying indoors stuff, quarantine stuff, but I, I'm I'm all for it. But uh, I didn't tell you this before we started, but I actually um, joined a stationary biker gang. <laughs> okay it's called i need more the buns of a- yeah buns of anarchy okay so that's what we're on um yeah so it's a stationary biker gang so if anybody's interested in joining uh you can go to that um twitter page and it's ran by uh pmt from barstool sports uh i am a member now and uh my my bike is right behind me while we record so so do you like <laughs> get together in a big old zoom chat room and everybody like bikes together uh, sometimes he'll he, he'll go on like um, Twitch Live or something, and uh, or not Twitch Twitter Live and stuff, and he'll uh-huh. go on there and stuff. And they they sell shirts too called oh, Buns of, of Anarchy. So I'm I'm all for that, you know. Yeah. That's my type of stuff. So yeah, online yeah. So merch, station- man. It's keeping the yeah, economy stationary alive. Stationary biker gangs too. <laughs> I mean, who 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 would have known? I need to do something. I'm getting those yeah, cor- babe, Corona dude, pounds, you, man. You, you, I'm on the Corona get fat plan lately. I, I'm going to have to really yeah. get cracking. Yeah, join the stationary biker gang. Yeah, that's what I need. But I need but a bike. We can, st- we can start our own. I need a bike, though. I got rid of my bike a few years back. I got tired of looking at the damn thing. You know how they just sit there and take up so much space. I finally yeah. got rid of it. So yeah. I need to get one then. Stationary. You should get one of those ones because you're in Arizona where it has the fan and the front tires. <laughs> they have those? Wow. So it just it keeps people, yeah, yeah, so you keep you cool. I remember my grandma used to have one of those ones. She had the Thigh Master. She had a Thigh Master, uh-huh. a Jane Fonda thing. Damn. She had all types of stuff. She had all the crazy stuff. I mean, stuff. Um, one one Christmas I bought her a Shake Wake, but wait, but that didn't look cool in her hands, <laughs> that's for sure. Um but she thought it was funny. Oh, uh, she my had quite, God. She, she has quite the sense of humor. Um. <laughs> Definitely. No. <laughs> no. You had a shake weight at No, all? I do not have the shake weight. Never had the shake weight. Okay. Pretty simple stuff. Yeah. Pretty cut and dry. Yeah, it's a little weird. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I would say so. Definitely. Oh. Yeah. So, are you excited about Sweet Tooth? I am excited about Sweet Tooth because it's probably my favorite Jeff Lemire book uh, of all time. Um, it's outstanding. I also am excited that I heard that it's only eight episodes, which is really cool because right, I think it, as I look behind me, I have three hard covers of that book. So yeah, it's only three three trades long. So I think eight episodes is perfect. Hmm. You think they'll do all three trades in eight episodes, or do you think they'll do like? Um lock and key and only go so far and save save a little bit for a possible i don't know i mean i think i do know that you know jeff lemire um is part of this 
So would you think that maybe he might continue to write? Well, he, he put out a tease that he is. He put out a tease that he's making more Sweet Tooth. He didn't come right out and say it, but he like put out some sketches and things and it's insane. You, yeah, you know what? I did see that, but I thought that it was like it was just like a relaunch of the old ones, but I mean, if it's if he adds to it and stuff, great. I'm all like for it. Arc of it or something. I think yeah, I mean, you got to if if there's going to be more shows, you might as well be in control of it. Yeah, and you you know, um Jeff Lemire, I'm part of his email list, so his email, his list, he always talks about how does, people ask him, like, how do you release so many books and stuff, and he says he's so far ahead that when things are released, he was done years ago, so he might have already completed this stuff, who knows? You know, I've never read it, um, it's one of those books I just haven't read, that, you know, eluded me, there's so much to read, you only have so much time in a day. So eventually, and now I'm at this place where do I read it or do I wait? Like, in other words, do I watch the show and be happy with the show and then read the comic afterwards? Or do I read the comic and then watch the show and be disappointed because it didn't live up to the comic, which a lot of times tends to happen. Yeah, I think for you, I would just watch the show and then after you see it, maybe read the comic. Mm -hmm. Um, Because if you read them too close to one of another, you won't enjoy it as much mm-hmm. you know because it's gonna be so different like i i saw a quote that um a few people on twitter were like upset at least i saw it as like warning bells it says for everybody what is it a family friendly show it <laughs> says that it literally says family friendly show so but it's a horror so <laughs> then maybe that's why people are worried that they're gonna tone it down like they're gonna disneyfy it a little bit in other words um uh... I don't know because it's like a apocalyptic horror. I mean, mm-hmm. I guess in a way, make them cute it little could animals. Be, uh, yeah, well, they're like animals that are like part humans. Um, you know, kind of like some. I don't know. I wouldn't say like Narnia mm-hmm. stuff, but I would say uh, maybe like closer to X Men <laughs> or animals. Or could they take it down to like a Harry Potter level of horror? So it's a little more... I, you know what? I, I think it might already be that okay. level, though. I mean, it, to me, it wasn't scary. It was more scary about the main character's um, survival oh, okay. to me. Yeah, I could see how they do it. And it's Robert Downey Jr. and his wife um, seem to be the main um, people behind it. So a lot of backing. A lot of backing, for sure. Yeah. And Netflix has the money, so it should be cool. So do you think because... Um, you know, Jeff Lemire's already uh, sold it, like his rights have been picked up for Black Hammer and for Gideon Falls. Do these as well appear on Netflix? I would hope so. I definitely would hope. Yeah. Yeah, both of them, because there has to be a budget. Now, I know that, um, I guess Amazon did spend money on the boys. Yeah. So Amazon is still possible. Hulu has improved to me. They didn't really seem to spend a lot of money on Runaways, for example. Yeah. And it has to be someone that's willing to go, you know, darker, especially with Gideon Falls. That, that's got to be yeah. dark. That has to be Netflix, in my opinion. That really has to be Netflix. Um, or HBO. Um, that's another possibility. Someone that's going to really go for it. Yeah, I would have thought, like, Sweet Tooth would have been on HBO because it was like a DC Warner Brothers um, part of Vertigo. But um, I guess not. So Wasn't it? Okay, what I read in the article is it was going to be Hulu first. 
And okay. Hulu passed on it, and Netflix jumped on it. So there you go. Yeah, I. You know what? I when I go to Hulu, I'm not necessarily watching original content. I'm there's nothing on. I basically use Hulu for me myself mm-hmm. as a DVR. In a, in a way, I mean, like if I want to watch like The Last Dance or the documentary of that, or if I want to watch Dark Side of the Ring, I can go back and just watch them on Hulu. Watch it, yeah, on my own time, not when they tell me. Um, yeah, now that Hulu is Disney owned, I don't see them really pushing hard for original content. They'll use Disney Plus for that. So. Yeah. So, are you getting um, the HBO Max? No. In a couple weeks. Too expensive, man. I don't need it. I don't think there's nothing on there that really screams that do I have, you, to have it. Do you currently have HBO though? I do have HBO because I just renegotiated my cable. Well, I did hear that if you had HBO and if it was through a certain company that you don't pay anything extra. That's oh, what okay. I read. Well, then maybe I'll have it then. I'll have to look into that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I renegotiated. I was gonna. I was. I kicked HBO off, and when I renegotiated, I basically I took off all my sports package. I took my Latin American package and my sports package. I had I had the Spanish channels for soccer, and I had you know just all the sports channels. I chopped it because I go, what the hell's the point? I'm paying for something that doesn't exist right now. And right. Um, I and they go, well, we can do this deal for you where you'll get Showtime and HBO, and you'll still save all this money. And I'm like, well, do it. <laughs> so now I have HBO again. So yeah, that's what I read. That if you do pay for it. Um you you get it but uh hmm. I, I don't know i'll have to read on it again because the, the article was kind of clickbaity and i mean you can't believe everything you find on the internet that's for damn sure i mean you can watch certain people's twitter feeds or their press conferences and realize that so um <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah yeah I, I don't know i think it, i'll have to figure out everything because i don't want to get roped into it because i did buy disney plus and i'm kind of upset on it and when I did get DC Universe, I was kind of upset on it. And maybe I should have went month to month instead of playing the first, like, a full year up front. Instead, because that's where they got me. And they're like, oh, you can save six bucks a month if you buy, like, a whole year. And I'm like, I got roped into it. I told you, I got lucky with the um, the Plus. I um, Verizon offered to us free for a year. So we got it free for a year. But I'm going to tell you something. As soon as The Mandalorian ended, which was probably back in, I don't know, whenever Disney Plus dropped. So back in December, um, I haven't put Disney Plus on once. So all these months that I'm getting free, I'm not even using it. Yeah, I think I think my boys only watch Disney Plus. Well, the youngest does to watch. Um, he's been binging The Simpsons, and I think he's on season 28 now. <laughs> There you go. That that's a good one to binge. That's not on Hulu. I thought that was on Hulu, but it, he used to do it on Hulu and um, the other streaming things. He has a Simpsons problem, probably just like I have an MTV Challenge problem. Um, and then does that DC? I've never gotten it. So I hear so much great things about that Harley Quinn cartoon that I'm going to wait for it to end, and then I'm going to sign up for my free month, and I'm going to watch that and titans and whatever the hell else they have on there i'm going to watch them all in a month and then cancel uh, aren't some of them already going to um hbo is it called max oh really is that what it's going to be called i think i know that doom patrol is supposed to okay so then Um, maybe i won't have to do it but i do want to see that harley quinn cartoon because i've seen little snippets and i hear how great it is but i'm not going to pay to watch it you know once a week yeah, all this stuff is just like, I mean, when we cut cable like years ago, 
because we kind of did the hipster thing at the time and now all these companies are getting wise and they're like oh we're all going to create our own streaming site so now people don't realize that when you it all adds up and you're actually paying more than you paid for your cable before <laughs> and here's the problem with all of them except for um amazon prime and netflix this whole like dropping one once a week i'm not into that yeah i know why you're doing it it's get you trying to get me to keep it longer but I don't mm -hmm. appreciate it and I'm not going to do it. You don't have enough yeah. shows for me to sub to it. It's like saying, well, mm -hmm. you got to sub to ESPN when maybe I only watch two games a week. And if I had to pay for ESPN, yep. I'm like, no, I wouldn't do it. Um, same thing. Okay. I pay for Netflix because I can watch a whole series. They drop me mm -hmm. series. That's what I want. I want to watch a series on my pace. That's what streaming services are to me. In other words, I'll just watch TV. No. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't necessarily watch TV, but I'd like to do things a la carte way and spend my money wisely. I mean, it's it's just with anything. I mean, I, I think I've had the discussion with you every so many months. I change my insurance company <laughs> just to save money because all they do is raise your rates all the time. So yeah. whether it's house insurance or car insurance and things like that, because it's just it's all a hustle. It's all a hustle. <laughs> you know, and speaking of a hustle, we're going to segue into Comics are going to start shipping next week. And the reason we're talking about hustles, I still, unfortunately, Diamond Ooh, is still I, part of this. I like what I see what you're doing yeah. here now. <laughs> and to me, Diamond is the ultimate hustle. And, and I was really praying that Diamond was just going to fold out of that they were just going to file for bankruptcy and be done. That, yeah. I, I, didn't, I was so happy that DC Comics, for example, has found another way to distribute comics. And I was hoping everybody would do that and we could just get Diamond out of the mix because I don't like Diamond. I think they're one of the biggest problems and they're the biggest roadblocks to the comic books evolving the way comic book business is done. Mm -hmm. I mean, they are. I mean, it's a, they have a monopoly right now. And it's, you know, it's funny. It's like um, we do a podcast about wrestling and there's a company that also has a monopoly going too. Yep. Uh, mm -hmm. And Diamond needs to go. I think Diamond is... is outlive their usefulness they're an obstacle they make it hard for smaller um publishers to do business they make it hard on the shops to do business um i, I just oh I, I want them gone and then this whole nonsense back the comeback get special comics that have our little collectible <laughs> back yeah, when, the comeback they said, like, thing a, on it get come get come get our checklist and stuff yeah like, come on, get the hell out of here. I see what's happening. This dude's Italian stuff, and it's a hustle, <laughs> too. And they, they, he probably has his freaking jogging suit on right now and stuff. <sighs> like, his Adidas jogging suit and shit. Like, thinking, like, yeah, itching his chest and stuff with his little rosary around his oh, his man. neck and stuff. I mean, speaking, yeah, <laughs> it I'm is like WWE shit, man. It's like, okay, yeah. you know. It's like when them like they like start pushing their way, make a wish stuff on you. Like we're the greatest, we're the greatest, we're the greatest company, we're the greatest. Yeah, we do all this yeah. good, but we're gonna go to Saudi Arabia. <laughs> yeah, it's that, it's that, it's that humble brag stuff. Yeah, right? exactly. And uh, I yeah. just, I don't want them. I, I, I mean, like no. I've told people on the one I did by myself, DCBS is the they are the company that does part of that shipping, and I get my comics just fine. They're perfectly mm -hmm. packed. Sometimes they take a few more days than I'd like, but they get here. And yeah, and then what's good about it is we eliminate the middleman. Yeah, exactly. 
Exactly. And if you because we're not seeing we get it at the same price as like a comic book store. Nothing against people that work at comic book stores and stuff, but you know, times are tough, especially right now. Um and I still go to the comic book store. We've had this discussion. I mean, the comic book store is still going to get their comics. And I think that they could even, they would end up being able to lower the prices a bit if they knocked Diamond out of the hustle. I mean, think of all the stock they have to carry because of Diamond. So, you know, I, 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 I'm happy that comics are shipping, but I don't know what kind of a mess it's going to be. For someone like me who doesn't just read five titles a month, um, it's a disaster trying to figure out what's coming, what's not coming, what's coming Period. when, what's going to be bumped, right. what's going to just be digital only, what's going to be, I mean, I'm like, ah, it's like doing algebra yeah. over here. It, here. Here's my thing about it, right? Okay. They shut it down before some states were even closed, right? You could still get stuff at the LCS, right? Yeah. But Diamond shut it down. Now they expect you to go back to them and they've held, like for you and I, they, they our money's been we've two months worth of comics yeah. we've already paid for yet to receive so we've spent over 400 bucks or yep. something right mm -hmm. and they're just holding we've fronted them 400 dollars. they've been sitting on 400 dollars each of ours yep. uh and and they're just sitting back and like oh okay yeah uh, we're gonna give it back and stuff but what they don't realize is they could have made more money during the times that it was open they're gonna lose more money now because people don't have money. They have more important things. So I think this was a bad business move by them. I mean, not only did it hurt them working with publishers, it also hurt them on like, you know, the fans and stuff. There's not a lot of people are gonna have disposable income. I mean, fortunately for you and I, we've already paid for two months worth yep. of comics that we have. So, but that next following order, we're going to have to strap in and figure out, yeah. okay, what's important what's not. Yeah, because it, they sound like the May-June solicit's going to be combined into one month. And yeah. if that's true, that's a lot of comics. I'm going to – there's that's no way. That's 400 more bucks. Yeah. If, 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 if they come out, that's 400 more bucks each. It's not going to happen. That we would spend. The hell no, it ain't gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna happen. Some things are gonna be hell cut. No. A lot of Something's things are gonna getting be cut. cut. Somebody gonna get cut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and some good titles are gonna go down because people aren't gonna be able to support them. It's it's just a reality. So, and and that's why I think it's bad business because not only did they pay with people like um the LCS's lives and stuff, they played with writers, artists, all types of people lost jobs because of that. They said pencils down because of them. It wasn't because of their publisher. No. It was because of Diamond. Because Diamond said, we're losing money because they lived so close in the ed or red. And that's what happens in America a lot. A lot of people think companies are doing great and stuff. But a lot of companies live off of credit. It's fake richness. It's not real. It's a, they, they live on that stuff. We, we see it every day. I mean, you've seen it with Vince McMahon. Dude, he he lost this XFL. He had to cut a bunch of wrestlers, all types of stuff, because he lives on credit. It's not it's not real. And the, the only person I really truly believe has a ton of money is Warren Buffett and Jeff Bezos. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, if they would have kept shipping, people would have bought too. Because think of how many of our friends who who have gone bonkers on the secondary market. I mean, we see their mail calls all the time. They're mm -hmm. buying from eBay. Yeah. They're buying from shops that are still running mail order service. I bought a bunch of stuff from Midtown. I mean, mm -hmm. 
people were buying comics. So if there right. had been new comics, people would have been buying those. So, right. but here, here's my question for you, because for me, this has affected me. Um, kind of like not having sports, not having comics. It's going to take me a while to get back into it. Yeah. Because I, for not having them for a while, there's no rush to get into it. I, ha I haven't missed them necessarily. I've missed the sports aspect and stuff. But when it comes back, how am I going to be able to invest in stuff? Because they go back to work or there's going to be another shutdown and there's going to be interruption because there's a second wave, things like that. I mean, it's all about time. And I mean, yeah. we adapt. We're creatures of habit. So if we don't have it now, I mean. A lot of people have moved on from comics and they may not come back here, especially the people that were more casual fans. Okay, yeah. the ones that didn't keep, like we talked about, buying stuff on the secondary market. So they were still reading constantly. They were buying trades they had never read. They were buying, you know, just, you know, totally into it. Buying Kickstarters, whatever. They were staying. But the average fan, you're right, they may, they may have lost interest. Now, I, because I was such a damn hoarder, because I buy <laughs> more shit than I have time to read, I honestly have used this, this time productively. I've been reading every day, <laughs> you know, a little bit here and there. Yeah. I caught because I had shit to read. So it's worked out really right. good for me. So I haven't taken that break you've taken. Um, yeah. So it was a chance like I wiped. I finally caught up on Valley and I finally caught up on almost everything, man. I still have a little bit right. of image and a little bit of dynamite to go, but I've pretty much caught up on the whole thing. So it's nice. Yeah, and, and for me, because I haven't been reading comics or some stuff, it's been more about watching some television. Mm -hmm. Or I've been playing uh, NBA 2K20 and working on my the player that I created, a uh, 2K player, and he's an 89 overall. So I'm trying to make, it, make him better and better. <laughs> so I've been investing my time. Like, I don't know. I, I guess like the next thing I do is start smoking weed. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> You but I, I don't know because because I haven't I've had no new books and I used to get excited about books and no. I'm not gonna believe there's new books until they show up on my doorstep either Thursday or or even maybe possibly Wednesday. Sometimes they mm -hmm. uh, side note. Sometimes I get them a day before LCSs. Uh, so yeah, that's if you live Tuesdays. in Michigan, buddy. I, I don't get yeah, mine right. till if I if I get mine on Saturday, that was a good week. So that's why we may not have comic books to review next week, to be honest. Even though if they come out, right. you'll have comic books. But I may not have. My books might not show up till after we record the show. That's the unfortunate thing about me ordering this way. And my shop, right. they opened. But, you know, you got to, like, kind of put in your order through email yeah. and pick it up they, at the they, door. They do and, that here at, at Michigan, too. Like, you would, they offer, like, it's curbside mm -hmm. only in Michigan. And um, you can still get the books, uh, but you have to, like you mentioned, you have to place it by email. You have to pay through PayPal so that it's already cleared, and they'll bring it out to your car, yeah. Um, yeah. and you can go. Uh, so there's lots of little things. So I don't know if I'm going to go to the shop this week. There just may not be enough reason to go this coming up week. No. It's kind of a small week anyways, yeah. though. I mean, uh, for us Andy fans, yeah. but... Um, Definitely. It's a full week for like DC. I don't know about Marvel. I didn't look at their stuff, but uh, I kind of stopped after a while. I only read three Marvel books, so. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. 
So, uh, I guess since we don't have comics to talk about um, <laughs> this week, uh, I made a, a, a kind of fun game. Um, well, I think it's fun, or I think it's going to be funny because there could be jokes, but we're also going to do factions. But uh, let's factions. play this little quick game. A uh, little quick game called Toilet Paper, uh, Fire, or Burn, and Read. It's basically like a, like Fuck, Mary Kill. If yeah. you guys ever heard of Fuck, Mary Kill. It's basically getting us t- blocked on Twitter by some creators. <laughs> but <go ahead. laughs> but uh, you have an option because, you know, we are in a pandemic, especially here in Michigan. Um, over 50,000 cases right now. Uh, you can decide on, would you use this comic as toilet paper? Would you burn it or would you read it? Yeah. Okay, and the, <laughs> you're you're gonna get what we're doing. <laughs> so the first oh, book shit. I have here is um, Shanghai Red by Christopher Sabella. Okay, it's a pretty good book, right? Uh-huh. Second book I have Superman by Brian Michael Bendis. <laughs> Third book I have Young Justice by Brian Michael Bendis. Oh my gosh! So I, so you have to pick. So you put two Bendis books out. In there, right? <laughs> Wait, no, I didn't. No way. <laughs> well, I'm going to read Shanghai Red. Even though I've okay. already read it, I'm going to read Shanghai it's Red. A, it's, a, it's a great book, right? Yes, it is. Now let's decide. I'm going to burn Superman because okay. I don't want I don't want to see any of it. I don't want to see any of it. I want nothing but ash. Okay. And I'm going to use Young Justice's toilet paper because then if I'm really desperate, I guess I get to read through the shit stains. <laughs> yeah, you get your money's worth, right? Yeah. I can read, rip a page out, wipe, read. read. Yeah, what, what's, what's, what's the book? Three ninety nine. Yeah. I mean, that's cheaper than the toilet paper going on eBay right now, yeah, right? So you just read a page. Well, two, because back to back, two pages each sitting, as shit, each shitting. Um. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Okay. But, so, so, so Michael Bendis well, blocks Andrew Gonzalez. <laughs> okay, here we go again. Uh, we're going to do um, Resonant by D.B. Andrew. Oh, okay. Action Comics by Brian Michael Bendis. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay. Or Naomi by Brian Michael Bendis. Oh, why are you doing this? <laughs> See what I'm doing here? There's somebody I got something out for. Okay. But you had to put <laughs> Naomi on there. Someone's going to come after me for saying something bad about Naomi. You know it. Uh, so I'm going to burn. Well, you, hold on, wait, 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 wait. Do you want to change it? We could change it to Grant Morrison's Green Lantern. No, because I love the art on that. Because okay. I'm a big Liam Sharp guy. Um, okay, we're gonna burn Naomi. Because, because you can, yeah, you can justify because times are tough. It might be cold in Arizona. You need to heat <laughs> the place because your gas has been turned off because nobody's working, yeah, right? Exactly. Okay. Because it's so cold okay. here right now. Uh, so you're justifying <laughs> that. Well, according to you, it's cold. To me, I'm like, damn, okay. Uh, I got shorts on and it's like 60s. Oh, man. We are going to burn Naomi. God, I'm going to catch it for that one. But I'm definitely not saying that. We're going to use Action action Comics as toilet paper. I can't believe I said that. I'm going to use Action Comics as toilet paper. Tough action. (laughs) And I'm going to read Resonant, of course, which is one of my favorite. I'm going to highlight that comic later when we get into our factions. So... Oh okay. man! See, this was this was pretty good. This is so we're at least I'm only going to get blocked by one person. 
And I kind of did it because the reason why I no longer read DC anymore is because of that writer. But David um, Walker writes Naomi too, doesn't he? I think he did he. Yeah, I, I don't know. Stepped in that on that one. Well, I mean, it's all just for shits and giggles, right? <laughs> See what I did there? Anyways, um, okay, let's be serious now because that was just me joking and poking fun at Brian Michael Bendis. Everybody thinks he's a great writer. I do not. Um, so rank these three books. We're gonna okay. we're gonna do three books. Number okay. one is you know your favorite book. Three three is your worst. Like gold, silver, bronze. Okay. And I'm only gonna go by one art or one writer, and it's Jeff Lemire. Okay. The three books are Black Hammer. Okay. Royal Royal City. Okay. Or Gideon Falls. Number one. Gideon Falls. Really? Yes, for me, Gideon Falls. And you're not a horror guy. No, but I love that comic, the horror, the, the way it sets up. Number two, Royal City. And that okay. was hard. And number three is um, Black Hammer. Yeah, that's what I'll do. Did you did you rank Black Hammer the three because it's more like a superhero book? Probably. Probably why. Because in mm. the end... Superhero books are kind of, you know, they're kind of all the same. Though this is a great take on superheroes, and it's a unique. It's still a superhero book. It's like a just the dysfunctional justice. Yeah, because even like the boys. If you were to give me Enos books, I probably would put the boys in number three, underneath something like Preacher and things like that. So yeah, I think that's what it is. So I didn't consciously yeah. think that, but that you made me think about that. It probably is because it's a superhero book. Yeah, I mean, I think I if if I would have ranked it lower, I don't know how I would do it. I guess if I, I mean, just thinking of it right now, I would probably do, I'd actually probably do Black Hammer number one, mm -hmm. and I would probably do Royal City two and Gideon Falls three. Mm. But they're to me, they're almost all, <laughs> yeah, like that. I'm just I'm just not a, a horror fan so much, so I would. Uh -huh. That's the reason why I would rank it that much. But one thing that probably influenced my pick is not necessarily Lemire. It's the Sorrentino art. Between the okay. three, the best art is Gideon Falls. And being that I'm an art fan, that probably okay. also came into play. That's messed up because Jeff Lemire did the art on Royal City. Well, he's, he's, a, <laughs> he's a good artist, but he's not. Even he would probably admit he's not Andreas Sorrentino. So. Well, no. I mean, <laughs> no. No, but I, I I figured like okay, now the the toilet paper um, burn read. I don't think we're gonna do that quite often, but I think <laughs> like each week we can do like rank these, and we just take like uh, three books from like one writer because mm -hmm. that way no one says we're playing favoritism because it's the same writer. So that way we can't get and in we're trouble. keeping it to indies, right? Yes, only in because some of these guys, unfortunately, they don't really hit well on when they work for the big two. Because working for the big two is different. It's like wrestling in WWE, man. Some indie wrestlers just never click with that mm -hmm. WWE style. Some of these and, uh, guys don't it, click Marvel uh, DC style. I was gonna say um, the reason why I picked you know two Brian Michael Bendis book for each one. Not only was it because of that my distaste for <laughs> his stuff, but I wanted to put like two either DC or Marvel books in there to force 
we're reading indies. Yeah. See, you know, that's the reason why. I mean, you can see it coming out. I mean, I just made it obvious. <laughs> but toilet paper, man. <laughs> I mean, I, I, you know, both of us love DC. Yes. And my, fa- my favorite character is Superman. And I've lost so much distaste for it. But I've heard via Mark, you know, from his podcast and things, um, there's a cool... Robert Venditti version of Superman right, right now out currently and I've also heard that there's possibility that Tom Taylor might be doing a take of Superman mm. we don't know exactly how or where but both of those I'm interested in did so you I'll probably read trade the Tom weight. King Supermans the ones that came out in the giant Walmart books those are pretty good too yeah I own those oh, okay. yeah I have yeah um, but yeah, I do. I, I just want somebody else writing it. Yeah. Time's up. Yeah. The, you know, let's move along. You know, give them someone else, mm-hmm. and I, I might go back if that happens. But until then, I haven't bought a DC comic in almost a year. Wow. See, I still buy them. I even am buying action because I'm a completist that yeah. way. But I haven't read it. Yeah. They're just stacked up. And is it? And it's crazy because if I look at the bookshelf behind me, I have all the Justice League figures. I have all the Joker figures. I have everything. Like, that's always been my love. And I have a lot of Superman stuff, you know, Deathstroke and things like that. But I shut it all down because they sold everything for that one guy and said, you know, we got all the advertisement. Bendis is coming. Bendis is coming. Bendis is coming. That, and, and it wasn't was, just that. It was some of the other choices, like all the Nightwing choices. Get, kicking, yeah, but that's Kicking Percy of, off a of Nightwing and then what they did with it. Ugh. But it was all the tie-in to those Leviathan um, things and stuff like that because of Bendis. So I blame Bendis. So that's why we uh, burned him and, uh, well, we didn't burn him, his books. <laughs> and you wiped your ass with him. Um, yeah. So... <laughs> So, uh, well, on that note, this, we'll say th- into this week. Factions, <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. On a happy note, let's segue. <laughs> um, we're going to segue into our factions, and this week, uh, you chose what, what publishing company? I chose did you choose? Vault. Okay. And I chose Aftershock, and I'm going to name my team the Aftershockers. Nice. You know, two in the pink, one <laughs> in the Never mind. Jeez, hey. <laughs> oh, Lordy. Yeah, anyways, um, do you want to start off? Uh, no, you're going to go first because I went first last time, but i got to tell you my team name. I went with the Vaulted Warriors because Road Warriors was on my brain because I just watched that documentary on the Road Warriors. So I said, Walt. And plus, there's a lot of like female warriors on in Vault. They have a lot of shit like mm-hmm. that. Lots of women swinging swords and shit. So. <laughs> Strong female leads. Oh, yes, lots. Dude. I could have made all yep. all girls. If if you were gonna make promotions, what they are, Vault is like the shimmer. They're like the women's promotion. They have so many strong mm-hmm. female leads. It, but the difference is, unlike Shimmer, you know nobody's really watching that. <laughs> I know. But people are actually reading Vault yep. because they're like one of those up and comers. I feel like these are like the two, you know, the smaller tier of the publishing companies. But I think like they they put a lot of good work out yeah. and um i guess if i'm gonna tell you like my first faction uh person i'm gonna th- i'm gonna take it, it her and she's a girl uh i'm gonna take finola the daughter of a king 
from a book called Clan Killers. Ooh, so um, you had to tell me the book. Yeah, I couldn't even remember. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which was written by Sean Lewis and uh, art was by Antonio Fuso. Um, this is probably one of my favorite books because it's a straight uh, Irish mythology. Uh -huh. um, which is some of my favorite stuff and she in this book she's gangster as hell like this is uh, this is some um game of thrones stuff and there's heads rolling everything in this book she she does a lot <laughs> wow okay i remember that book that was a very good book mm -hmm. i'm yes. gonna see your swordswoman and i'm gonna hit you with another swordswoman i'm gonna hit you with adis she is from heathen so my mythology okay. is not irish mine is going to be viking mythology so she is trying to save a Valkyrie who um, Odin has cast out um, from Valhalla. And it's, she's just a real badass, again, with a sword. She has a horse that talks because he's not really a horse. He's like this spirit that's transformed himself into a horse. It's, it's pretty cool. So it's, you know, it might not be for you. It's, it's not quite Hobbits, but it's definitely creeping into the, you know, it's just like Vikings, the TV show. Vikings. Yeah. Yeah, I like it because and also it's, it is close to um, Irish mythology because most of the Irish people came from Viking descent. So that's pretty good. Okay. My, my second, uh, since we're going, you know, you picked something pretty cool. Um, I'm going to take <laughs> Vlad the Impaler from Brothers Dracul. Who is, okay. you know, if anybody knows about Vlad the Impaler, this is, uh, it kind of talks about, like, his, this book was about, like, his teenage years growing up, how he was uh, stalking and slaying vampires. Um, and this book was written by Colin Bunn, and Mirko Kolak was the artist, uh, and this book was probably one of the first books that I really got into, um, you know, uh, Aftershock a lot. Well, I'll take that back. Maybe Unholy Grail, which is another Colin book, fun book. Um, but this one was right there. It kind of sucked me in, and the art was amazing. And after that, I just went full force on all Aftershock after reading this one. But Vlad the Impaler, come on. See, but I have a counter to that. I have the perfect counter to that. And I just read this book a couple of days ago, and it's, it's a Donnie Cates book. And I don't think we've ever featured Kate's on our show. Even going back to street-level floppies, we've never done a Kate's book. And I didn't know about this book, and it's called Interceptor. And the lead character, her name is Polly Lehan. She's a human modern vampire hunter with a mech suit. So she's a vampire hunter with a mech suit. She, she hunts vampires. She's been augmented. She has all kinds of like technology in her body. She's been trained, and she fights vampires. So I'm going to put her up against your vampire. Um, Okay. And this is a cool book. Um, it's an older book. And I, I don't know why. I just never heard of it, never read it. I, I, I found out today there's a sequel that hasn't been finished to it because I actually asked Donnie Cates. I go, are you going to do more with this? He goes, oh, actually, there's a sequel. I go, really? But it's not finished. And that's why I'd never heard of it because it's not on the vault site. So there's only three issues. Oh. That's why. Okay. Since you went a vampire route, maybe I'll go with um, Stu. No, I'm not taking Stu from Dark Red, <laughs> but he is a he is a funny character. I thought uh, you would take someone from Dark Red, <laughs> though. Oh no, I am taking somebody. I'm going to take Chip. Uh, Chip Iswitch, the main go. character. Um, I I I thought about taking Stu because he's funny as hell, and mm -hmm. you know, but I t I'm taking Chip because he kind of like in this book, Dark Red. Um, Tim Seeley and Corn Howell's uh, art is the art is great, 
Basili's writing of the character and things like that kind of does like a modern day twist on things. And I mean, he works at a gas station. He does all these things. He's, you know, uh, the things that he's been getting into, uh, I think, and where did it end off at? Like issue eight? Did they, were they about they to kill the queen or they're in the big Is city? Is the second arc done? I, I don't, don't think it's done. I think it was either right on the cliffhanger or did it end? I can't remember. Those werewolves were involved or whatever they were Because they went back to Chicago. Yeah. They went to Chicago. and it, Yeah, yeah, because they had that little cub. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, man, not reading It's been a while like since months. I've read that because that was a book I was caught up on. So it's probably yeah. been almost two months since I've read Dark Yeah, Red. and we've covered it on this show alone probably, I think probably the first four or five issues because it's been a, it's been a great book and stuff. And I just like the, the modern day take on it. I mean. Yeah, and it's it, funny. It, yeah, it is funny. I think that's what sucks me in. See what I did there? Sucks me <laughs> in with the, the, the but yes. uh, yeah, that's that's the character I'm gonna take his chip. Uh, okay. Well, I don't have. I mean, I have. I gave you my vampire hunter. I have one. You have two vampires. I don't know. I might be in trouble. Okay. But my next one, I'm gonna go a different direction. I'm gonna stick with Tim Seeley, but she's co-writing this book with Sarah Beatty. So you know where I'm going. Art by Rebecca okay. Isaac. Okay. He's part of. I'm gonna have a tag team. I'm gonna have two guys that are a tag team. His name is Doctor um, Doug Koch also known as the super massive black hole on money shot. So he's one of the, he's the bald scientist. And if you've read yeah. black <laughs> of a money shot, it's a funny commentary on a bunch of scientists who use, they make pornos to mm-hmm. get funding to continue their research. So it's they make porn videos. Yeah. Basically they go, they have it, do it with aliens. They do it with creatures. They just do it. And the book is so funny. I had to go. I went back and read issue one to because I wanted to re. Um, um, I can't even think of the word. I wanted to get to know Doctor Koch again better, and so I read it. And I was laughing out loud. I forgot how good some of these lines are and how so, how funny this book is. Um, it's it's funny because you pronounce it Koch, but I I always thought like you like they call him Doctor Cock. It because might, it but K- it's C-H, so like, it's K-O-C-H. Yeah, 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 so that's how, I always read it as Dr. Cock, because I thought that that's what they were, you know, trying to say, but yeah, that's a, that's funny, and it's also funny that you said tag team partners. Yes, because he, uh, he has a partner that you'll learn about yeah, later. He's, got he's part of, of a tag team, team called the Hit It and Quit It crew. Um. <laughs> so you'll, you'll meet his which, partner in a minute. Which, none of that... Uh, lifestyle we condone here on Indie Alley. <laughs> it's wrestling, you know. Yeah. This is my Val yeah. Venus, Rick Rude. Yeah. I'm going down mm-hmm. there, Gold Dust. I'm going into that area. Okay, <laughs> okay well, uh, since, since you're going with him, I'm going to take a character that's, uh, you know, you're making the wrestling references. I'm going to take a guy, his name is Yurik, and he's an MMA fighter who's like, you know, I just love his personality okay, and Wando. Yeah. Wando writes him and you know draws him and all those things and I, I even mentioned to Juan um I was like man this guy reminds me a lot of Conor McGregor and he goes like fuck fucking right you know it's fucking right <laughs> and because he always says folk and stuff like in and then like yeah. he, he does like this McGregor talk and it's it's funny and he's from bad reception um I was very disappointed when he killed him off but I mean he I did like him for about three 
three issues. I think didn't he die in issue yeah. four? Um, I think but, so. Yeah, it's only a five issue arc, so yeah. Made it yeah, yeah, far. yeah. So I think he he's one of my favorite characters to read. Uh, he was very enjoyable. Yeah, that was a good one. I've forgotten about him. He's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. My next one is the second half of my tag team. His name is Dust. He's from Wasted Space. Michael Morisi and Hayden Sherman. Um, he's a fuckbot. That's basically what he is. So he's an android oh, bot. I see a theme here you have. <laughs> F- F-U-Q. F-U-Q. B-O-T. He's a fuckbot. And he um, is blue. And how he, they make money to make the gas and you know afford the beer and the drugs and everything that these guys do on their missions, him and Billy. Um, he... You know, has all kinds of crazy sex with people so that they can make oh. money. But he's also like a badass android that can kill people and beat people up. And he has a heart of gold. So he's the second half of my tag team of Hit It and Quit It. And okay. <laughs> we're going there. I we're see. going there on this team. But okay. it's a great book. I told you, Wasted Space is one of my favorite see, books. See, now Andrew, Andrew's personality is really coming out and people know what he's into. Oh, oh. you know what? Also, <laughs> if you've read Wasted Space, Billy... Oh, I love Billy. I aspire to be Billy. I am that angry at the world 80% of the time. <laughs> uh, okay. I, I've yet to read that. Oh, um, dude, you'd love it. The social commentary, the commentary on just everything, on politics, on religion, on everything. And he says it in a funny way, like a comedian. The writing is outstanding. Check okay, that one out. Okay. All right. So my last person I'm going to choose is going to be my main the leader, the Ric Flair of my group, it's going to be Dorothy Corey, the Lebanese gangster mobster daughter. Gotcha. That I'm, I'm taking her to lead not only um, my group, but she also, if you read Hot Lutz Special, she actually leads the family through some tough times. And she make and a good stuff. sandwich. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's finger licking. But that book, in case, if you want to check it out and stuff, it's written by Elliot Rahal um, and arts by Jorge Ferronas. I think uh, letters are by Taylor Esposito, if I remember correctly. I can't remember who colored it, though. Mm. But, yeah. Esposito a, does the letters on that Kate's book, too. Just throwing that out there. I forgot that. Yeah, he does work with him because he used to do it for, um, I think he did it for Baby Teeth. They work together on baby teeth and aftershock as well. Um, I think that, I think you know some guys like to work with the same people. Yeah. So yeah, but that that's the leader of my faction is Dorothy Corey and um, yeah, she's she's gangster, especially if you murder her son. <laughs> well, my last member, I'll go serious on this one. Is very inspirational. It's Beck. She's a badass. Okay. She's from the comic Resonant. And I mean, her name's Beck. I mean, Becky Lynch, Beck. It's got to, you got to go with the name. Um, if you've read Resonant, you know that she is, and we don't know if she's an amputee or she was born with one leg missing. That hasn't been explained yet. And that's one reason that I love her portrayal in this comic book. There is not a focus on her disability. They don't, I mean, things happen that obviously like you get, you get fearful, like she's running, she drops her little, her walker sticks and, and you think she's she going to make it. But you, she, there's no focus really on talking about, oh my God, she can do that even though she's disabled or whatever. There's none of that. She's just a character mm-hmm. living life in a very difficult world. And 
She's a young girl. Her father trusts her enough to watch her little brothers while he has to go out and, like, I don't know if he's getting medicine. or I don't remember why he leaves. It's been a while yeah, since he's the going, first one. Yeah, he's going to get, like, um, medication because one of the sons has, like, says, I think asthma. That's right. So he, he's trying to, like, um, you know, help him so he's not having breathing issues. Mm-hmm. So he's, he's going to get stuff and then Beck is at home holding the fort down, fighting bears and things yeah, like that. Yeah, and she's a young teen. Um, yeah. I don't. I can't tell you. Would you say junior high age, maybe? Freshman to junior high, somewhere in there? Yeah, I would think she's probably around uh, Joey's age. Yeah, yeah, somewhere in there. And she's just an incredible... This comic is incredible. Um, yeah. she's So she. I had to put her on yeah. my team, for sure. Yeah, the, that's, 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 a, that's David Andrew. Um, Ale Aragon is doing the inking on that um harry saxon's yeah. the colors and deron deron bennett is doing the letters yeah. mm-hmm. that's a that's probably one of my favorite characters because um as everyone should know by now uh we have someone very similar to becky in our family and that's the heart and soul of the family um and just like in that book beck isn't treated like no one she's not babied you're treated the same and everyone's treated the same and i mean when you see kids go through that stuff and fight through things like that uh you understand that you could do better yourself by the amount of effort that they give every day heck yeah heck yeah well said and i hope we've like introduced you guys to some really cool comics because i know we we goofed around and we talked about some stuff but i like all these books that i from i love vault and these would be mm-hmm. if I you asked which book should I read from Vault, I probably would tell you all of these plus those Savage mm-hmm. Shores would be the one that I don't have on this list. But I would definitely say, yeah, you want to check all these comics out. They're they're excellent. Yeah, I I just left off maybe one character that I thought about, and I almost put Oliver Flores on there um, from Midnight Vista. Mm, yeah, but I I mean we had to pick five, and I wanted to pick you know different things and. Uh, books but yeah it's it's kind of hard coming up with these oh yeah at, at times because then you're like i'm leaving this one out i'm leaving that one out but then yeah you still, and you don't you want to be redundant about, either like i could have really i mean like i right. said she said destroy has a female warrior with a sword um mm-hmm. sierra and the stars has a female warrior with a sword um you know necromancer's map has a female warrior with a sword there's mm-hmm. vagrant queen with a female space person with a gun i mean like I said, there's a lot of strong char- female characters at Vault. <laughs> yeah, I almost took um, what's the NS book? Uh, Jimmy's um, Ooh. I can't think of it right now. Ooh, the the like James Bond kind of guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, almost took it. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's pretty cool. <laughs> Jimmy Bastard is, I mean, it, is it? Yeah, I think that's what it's called. Something, something, something. to that effect. But uh, yeah, that's uh, I definitely said it's. You know, if you know Garth Ennis, uh, you 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 know what to expect in those books. <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, I'm not sure if we're gonna do this next week. Uh, we we'll have to come up with some sort of content because we're, yeah, we're we kind of running out of publishers on that. I didn't want to do Image because Image is kind of obvious. Plus, it's so much. My God, Image is like a, such a huge roster of characters. I think I'd yeah. have a hard time bo- boiling it down to five. Wow. So we probably both could do pos- image. <laughs> there's a possibility that we could take, we could split image and do that for next week. Yeah, maybe we can get fancy and do Top Cow and the ones that are, I don't know. 
look at it that way, shadow line, because image is broken up, skybound, Malar world. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? We'll see. And, and then, yeah, yeah. So you ready, Joe? So we're ready to jump yeah. into the wrestling. And Joe, we're going to let you kick it off because we've been talking and we're tired. So we need you to jump right into MLW and tell us what's up. Oh, okay. So, did I start now? Yeah. You will. Okay. In five so, minutes, we're trying to okay. waste that air. <laughs> All right. So, we've made it to the wrestling portion of the show. And uh, start with MLW. Uh-huh. <laughs> he just said that. Joe. Yeah, I know. Oh, boy. But, um, we put him on the spot. He's not warmed up yet. Yep. No, not. Oh, okay. my God. He needs to stretch. Well, while he stretches, why don't we talk about NWA? Because I know you didn't watch that. Fred, you and I can talk about it. <laughs> um, this, this week on NWA, uh, the only thing, <laughs> only thing stood out for me, and I was told later um, when we got on, well, earlier today when we got on here just to discuss about the things we watched, I thought the Camille vignette was really cool but andrew had let me know that that was released three to four weeks ago when i wasn't watching wrestling so <laughs> that's okay it was um, new to you yeah and it was cool yeah. it was cool to me but i mean for you you're like oh i already seen that that was like a month ago yeah um that was so yesterday <laughs> but uh joe stop fixing your flannel just because he said nwa and you're a, like some fake like easy e lookalike right now yeah. Yeah, Camille is really the best thing they have going right now. Um, the whole women's division, I think they have something. Now, actual ring work, hmm, not so sure. But, you know, the talking. Did she look like she missed like that? Um, it, it was kind of, how do you say, cringy? <laughs> her, her spear was a bit cringy. Is that how you say it, Joe? She had a great spear on um, Allison Kay, if back before wrestling stopped and who is she but she allison k the the one from, woman Detroit. from Detroit. yeah the one with well, the said, like the said, skunk hair she had uh, he said that camille had, had a great spear on her so. it was right before yeah. wrestling ended the last show camille. they did before they took their big break um mm -hmm. she speared her and it was a perfect spear it was like right on the money like it but this the one she did this week yeah it was not very good I have a question since we're talking about spears. Um, with better spear, that spear, Camille Spears, um, Britney Spears, or Sean Spears? Britney, mm. bitch. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm Britney. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. That one, just because I have one daughter that constantly sends me stuff about, like, bald-headed Britney all the time. I'm like, why are you sending me this weird shit? I didn't, she bald now? I didn't even know it was supposed to be Britney Spears and she had to explain it to me. That's Britney Spears. She's bald now? No. She just sends me like memes of her and shit like that. So, oh, okay. I don't know. It's, yeah. it's her way of saying she's having a bad day, I guess. So, it's on my mind. So, I'm going with Britney. Sean even jobs to Britney. Oh. Wait. Or does Britney job Sean? Ooh, you never know. You never know. What are you smiling about? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it sad though? I, watching that NWA show and realizing like the momentum they were they were building to for the Crockett Cup, mm -hmm. and because of what how the, the coronavirus and everything, how it just it just ended, and they have to start all over again. Like they were they really had some momentum going, 
They had a decent feud going with the women. Camille finally talked. They had this thing with um, um, the, shoot. the Enterprise. Yeah, with the Enterprise going. They just yeah, had they, a lot that going was on. Business. That was the main event this week. Sicky Icky was um, getting popular. You know, there, yeah, there's just it, a lot going he, on. He's not going to be able to um, show up because he works with a lot of kids with... um. He does. He's actually, I think, I believe, a, a physical therapist wow. and stuff. So he works with uh, kids with uh, special needs and stuff. So I don't know if he he'll probably have to come to a point where he has to decide: does he just work with these kids mm-hmm. or work with wrestling? Because you can't put the kids in, yeah. you know, in harm's way during this. So I don't know if that's going to ruin his push completely or if he just sticks to wrestling right now because for me i mean um anthony wouldn't be going to any therapy right now i he's not going anywhere so i mean maybe Mm -hmm. wrestling is his thing right now Mm -hmm. and he just misses out on that other income wow uh yeah it's crazy that is that is crazy. but they i just thought about that when i was watching it i was like wow i mean because that that obviously was the go home show for the Mm -hmm. crockett cup you know, and they're building up the Brody. Brody Lee gave a great promo talking about all the, mm-hmm. you know, we were the first NWA tag team champions. And we were just like, oh, this was going to be really good. And so did, um, who's who's the dude that used to come down with um, Homicide? Uh, oh, Eddie yeah, 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 yeah. Eddie Kingston? Yeah, Eddie King, Eddie King he had a pretty decent promo too. Yeah, yep. he's good at promos. That's basically this whole episode. Like, they made it an hour and a half, but it was mostly, like, promos, and then you got the guys selling the tire irons and the waffles <laughs> and stuff. Like, I mean, you know what I laugh about that the most? Is I go, I think of us. I go trying to put comics and wrestling into one show, yeah. and I'm thinking, that's us, man. Tire irons and waffles. <laughs> yeah, he said, if you buy three waffles, you get four tire irons. Oh, man. Yeah. Are we the tire iron and waffle guy? I told him to speak Kizarni. <laughs> That's funny. So, uh, mentioning that, the, I guess next week there's going to be an actual show called Carney, but they haven't mentioned what it's about. Uh-huh. And that's going to be live or somewhat live, like new content com- gotcha. moving forward on Tuesdays. But, uh, I mean, other than that, that was NWA this week. Nothing really stood out. No. It was cool. We got a little Tim Storm action. You know, he fought the dude that dressed up like his mama, Mama Storm and stuff. Yeah, there was a lot more comedy than I liked. Um, I know what they're going for. They're trying to go for old school WWE mm-hmm. stuff, WWF stuff, to be honest. But I was like, I wish you guys would concentrate a little more on the serious stuff. But that's okay. I mean, everybody's overdoing the comedy right yeah. now. So yeah, yeah, I mean, even us right now, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, are you ready? Are you warmed up? Yeah, I think I got enough stretching in. Okay. 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 So, so talk to so. me about talk to me about this fake um, AAA um, wrestling you watched this week. Okay, it was it was pretty much a AAA match, except without the excitement. Okay. So it was the three parks, L.A. Park and his kids, versus um, Nino Hamburguesa, Psycho Clown, and uh, Psychosis. Okay. I mean, it wasn't really much of a wrestling match. It was, it was more of like uh, the parks were beating them up because they're the bad guys. Mm-hmm. And then they had Hamburguesa doing jumps and stuff, like a little comedy when 
like they would run out of the way every time he came near them and stuff. Mm, gotcha. Okay. Was it a full hour or yeah, did I think they catch... it was an hour, but the, the no, not the match. Well, the match might have been like half the show, but the other half of the show was like promos and I think you said there was a squash match. I was It was mainly like promo stuff. Like you got the um you got a Vance Warner uh one of those things like he posted on YouTube where he's going off on uh, guys. And then you had, I think, who was he mentioned that he wanted to fight Hammerstone? Was that yeah, Hammerstone? I think so. And then he, there, talk, he was talking about all of them. Yeah. And then, oh, yeah, because he was talking about stacking uh, steel cages, uh, three tiers of steel cages. Like he <laughs> wanted to fight them all in there and hang their belts and stuff. And even the guy that doesn't have a belt, he said, hang your little ring, gold ring or something. He up said, there. bring your watch that you wear. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and nice. it, it was cool. But then the also thing that I thought was cool was there was, and my favorite part was the vignettes for um, the dynasty where they came out, and it was Richard Holiday and the, what's what's the other guy's the, name? The Mexican guy? Yeah. Yeah, I can't think of his name. I forgot. Um, but they were, they were in Buckstort, Tennessee, and they oh. were in this field where it had all these tires and stuff laying around, and they were <laughs> talking how it smelled and stuff. And my favorite part about it was because we all know that Hammerstone's from Arizona, so he's a bit hickish. Yeah. Um, he was like, hey, guys, there's a, there's a bunch of raccoons back here. <laughs> and he was so excited and stuff. Like They were like, why are you excited about this stuff? <laughs> but like, oh, I got God. it because he's from Arizona and he's yeah. kind of white trashy. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which was, I thought it was funny. I, th- I thought that was cool that they're still doing like the um, vignettes that they used to do. Yes with mjf but richard holiday has taken that lead of yeah. uh, he's the mjf now he's the airpod god yeah and he's, um, he's not as quiet as he was before no he's he's actually pretty decent yeah. at it and that that was okay i like that they're doing things like that that's that's entertaining to me because i mean um even like AEW, that's some of my favorite stuff when AEW does stuff like mm-hmm. that you know gives us the vignettes that kind of breaks up the you know, if the matches weren't great, at least give yeah. us a couple of good things of this in to between to get us and get us to forget about that shitty match that somebody botched three, <laughs> you know, three things. Exactly. Or something. Yeah, you have to. And we saw that article. I mean, you sent me the link in Newsweek that MLW is they're not opening up for the rest no. of the year. It looks like they're just going to show old stuff and they have a way they're going to like present it so that they're going to explain why they're on break. But they're not going to wrestle. And. They, I mean, I love the article because he was very innovative the way he was thinking about how the wrestling business is going to have to change and evolve. It's, you know, we're not going to have live shows, I don't think, any in, with people into 20. I just don't think we are 2020. No. We're not going to have that. So they're going to have to get very creative on how to do it. And there's the people who say, well, wrestling's just going to suck then. Well, then I guess it's just going to suck. I don't know what you want them to do. They have to try to put something out. Well, that's the thing, though. Like, people are complaining about it, but if you get used to it, I mean, uh, people might be like, hey, I'd rather stay home and watch it. Kind of like now people are watching uh, musicians have concerts with no one there, and they find it entertaining. Yeah, because yeah, you can actually concentrate and listen to the music. That's right. how I look at you. you can concentrate. And I guess part of it is, I think it's easier for you, me, Joey, to get into these. Is It's, it's the Japan thing. 
I really yeah. do believe it. I believe if you are a regular viewer of New Japan, you yeah. are used to a calmer crowd and you're used mm -hmm. to the way they film it where the focus is not as much on the crowd and more on what's happening on the ring. And mm -hmm. I think WWE is taking the longest to adapt to that because they are so different than Japan. I think AEW, MLW, all these have so many guys that have wrestled in Japan recently that they're able to sell that like saying, hey, guys, we need to do this. We need to try to do these things that because, work in Japan. Because the, they, are, they show their personality in the ring. They're not just robots. And I think WWE has guys to do that. Don't get me wrong, yeah. but they're not letting them. There's too much control. They don't. They don't give them the freedom. Yeah. Well, and usually on like WWE shows when they used to have crowd, they would actually like take the camera away from the match for a little bit just to see what yeah. the crowd was seeing. So, so they're I, so I dependent. Think... Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, that's their main focus. They would always say the WWE universe. Well, the WWE universe isn't there anymore. So now it's not about them. <laughs> yeah. It's about your talent. So instead of stop holding your talent back, mm -hmm. let them do the things that they did in their Attitude Era where people like uh, Rocky Johnson and Stone Cold Steve Austin and Goldust and all these guys created the characters they were and made you love wrestling. That's the reason why a lot of people love wrestling is because of the Attitude Era because they were able to build their characters. And I think they have the people, the people in NXT, and then there's a handful of people on the main roster that have the skills to do that. But there's some people that have just been there under this style so long, they're just not going to adjust. And it just isn't. I mean, some people, like, I, that's, I think, Seth Rollins' problem is. He's just not, without a script, I just think Seth Rollins brings nothing to the table. So I, I, I'm bored when I see him. I'm bored when I see Corbin. I get excited when I... I mean, Drew McIntyre is pretty cool. I watched a little Raw this week, I have to admit. Um, you guys can give me shit, but it's because being on the West Coast, I saw on Twitter the Becky thing. Wait, you watched the Eddie Murphy Raw? No, <laughs> I watched oh. WWE Raw because oh. I wanted to see the Becky Lynch retirement stuff. Or, or her taking her oh, break yeah, and her announcement. Yeah, because Seth Rollins ruined another person's career. <laughs> yeah. Was the first one. You don't know what happened? No, I do. What was the first one? Oh, remember Finn Balor? He threw him oh, into yeah. the... Oh, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. And there went his title the next day. He did it on purpose. And then he did so it So nobody too. would take his spotlight. And then it was Kevin <laughs> Owens. He kind of did it to Dean Ambrose, too. She yeah. was the man. Now he's the man. But he's not. Wait, he, he's, he was with the man? He was with the man. He was the man's man. Did you see, I'm going to look for the exact quote because I'm all about you. Did you see, it's in character, but did you see what Shayna Baszler said about that no, whole no. thing, about the whole um, Becky being no. pregnant? I'm going to find it because I think it's hilarious. Uh, Wait, so he's no longer the Monday Night Messiah because Jesus never impregnated okay. anyone. <laughs> This is what she said. Okay. This is part of her promo. She goes, how stupid do you have to be to get knocked up while you're champion? That kid's going to suck. You know who the father is. I rest my case. I agree with her. <laughs> that was some of the greatest promo work. I was like, yes, Jaina, staying in character. <laughs> I agree with her. She could have done better. <laughs> But, yeah, so I wanted to see that. Plus, it was cool because I love Asuka. So that was a double whammy for me. I'm a fan of Becky's. I'm a fan of Asuka's, so that. And then I pretty much turned it off after that. I mean, I tried to watch something, and oof, it just, no. It doesn't work. I don't know. They just, they don't, they haven't adapted 
to like how how it works without wrestling. They still are too serious about themselves, like you said. Mm-hmm. AEW makes fun of itself. They don't mm-hmm. pretend like you know everybody. The crowd's there. They don't pretend like everything's perfect. It's true. I'm, they acknowledge yeah, like, the virus. They acknowledge that the world's mm-hmm. changed. You know, you have to you have to adapt. And the good the good thing is to like look at is look at, just look at Chris Jericho mm-hmm. to stay relevant in wrestling. He's and adapted, anything like, you have to adapt and change. Yeah, he's adapting to the way wrestling has changed and the way he's changed. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he names his bat Floyd. Yep. Floyd, Floyd. He's the sixth member of the inner circle. I love that he like, went Negan. He stole that from Walking Dead, but yeah. hey, it worked. And you knew he was. As soon as I saw Vanguard and the bat, I'm like, oh, he's gonna brush that joy. Yeah, up. that's gonna be so sweet. He teed off on it. Oh man. But, <laughs> I feel like, bad they, for Hardy though, man. He looked like he's gonna yeah. cry for reals. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the second one though. But which, he's already, which he's personality of Matt Hardy? I mean, that's you he, know. Yeah, even the announcers were like, "Which one is this again?" Yeah, yeah. which is, which is cool, mm-hmm. and I like that. Um, the one thing that I do like a lot about Chris Jericho is that he's no longer able to do certain moves anymore. So even now, he does a. A lame ass elbow, spinning elbow, and he kind of makes it look sweet. I yeah. mean, we're used to like the walls of Jericho or yeah. the Lion Tamer or things like that. Yeah, that he's done through his career, but he's adapted, and that's what companies have to do. And he's like, he's using his credit to bring people up. I mean, Sammy's the star next to him. He's turned yeah. Sammy into a star. Yeah, you know, he said, Sammy, how do you say honorable in Spanish? <laughs> El honorable. <laughs> so he was like, what did he say after that? He was like, see that? Or yeah, yeah that's what it is. <laughs> like he's <laughs> I, he, The dude is just hilarious, and he takes the craziest bumps, and he's so athletic. Yeah. He, he's just perfect. And then he made Pineapple Pete. Did you see that T-shirt? Yeah. I want that Pineapple yeah. Pete T-shirt. Yeah, That's a cool T-shirt with the mask. Everything that everything that comes out of his mouth, even like he's adapted, like in WWE, he used to say "stupid idiot." Now he says "dumb idiot." Yeah. Like he knows that that stupid idiot was WWE. He has to adapt and change it here to make it relevant, and it'll get over eventually. I mean, I I like you know this week or the last two weeks, AEW has been pretty good. Um, we didn't watch it live. The ratings have been down, but it, maybe it's a lot because of people like us. But I also know that people also like us. The MTV Challenge oh, stuff right. is on Wednesdays oh, and okay. is taking a lot of the numbers away. Gotcha. Um, live stuff. So, um, well, let's be honest, and it's okay. Some people just don't like it without without a crowd, and yeah, I understand I like- that, but. I guess you're saying you're going to give up wrestling because crowd's not coming back for a long, long time. Um, right. So then it's I a quite, different kind of then show. Then I question now. how much you like wrestling, though. Yeah, true. Then because then there is good maybe, re- when the wrestling is good, you forget that there's no crowd. And there have been yeah. some matches mm-hmm. um, over the last few weeks where I forgot because the wrestling was so good. There wasn't any on this show. This show kind of the wrestling was so so. But, but um, I feel like they still keep the energy like. Up because of their act, they're putting their wrestlers in the crowd to give it, like they give the arena more character, like mm-hmm. like uh, unlike uh, the other company. Yeah, they just got empty seats there, 
but yeah, this the, one. Because we're getting personality from the guys on the sideline. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We're getting personality from the guns who haven't really even wrestled. Spears, who right. really isn't wrestling a lot, but he's, he's constantly in their promos, constantly, you know, doing stuff, being a goofball. It's, it's entertainment. Mm -hmm. um, and I've really appreciated how they've used indie wrestlers. I don't know if you guys watched Dark, but it was more than an hour long. It was almost two hours worth of wrestling. And every match was what you would consider a squash match, pretty much. It was a known wrestler against an indie wrestler. But like Cody said on his thing, they flew these guys in and they got paid to get highlighted on a major promotion in this tough, difficult time. And it's to cover for, there's a lot of guys that aren't going to be on AW for a while. They just can't. Pac's stuck in England. I think Pentagon's stuck in Mexico. Phoenix I don't know. Isn't. He showed up this time. Yeah, Phoenix has been there because he was on Dark too. He had a match on Dark. But I think he, he lives in, like he mentioned on the documentary. That he oh. was planning on moving to the U.S. Mm, to San Diego. So he may live here. Okay. But Pentagon, because I'm going to get into a, a AAA later, had some great matches. He's in Mexico. Um, like I said, there's a lot of wrestlers that just may not show up. I and mean, we're not going to see Swole. We've talked about this on the show. Mm -hmm. how she has some she has immunity um, deficiencies and different things. I don't mm -hmm. know the proper term. But, yeah, she's compromised in that. And she's not going to take the chance. So you have to fill the roster. And I appreciate that they gave all these guys work. The lower card guys have been getting up, too. Like, we've seen a lot of Penelope Ford, Kip Sabian. We've seen yep. a lot more Britt Baker than we used to. Britt um, Baker took advantage of this whole situation and got good. Right. <laughs> and yeah. um, uh, who else was there? We've seen more Jimmy Havoc. And, uh, did I yes. say Kip Sabian? Yeah, because Sabian and Havoc and Ford all live right there. Havoc lives with them. So they're, t they're roommates, and so they're right there. So it's like, hey, it's just a drive down for us. We'll be there. We'll be there every time. So all the Florida people have been there versus you know, like the ones that aren't. But then, you know, SCU flies in. I feel bad for, like, um, Evil Uno and the other guy, man. Like, Those the Dark reason. Order's taken off, and they're nowhere to be found because I think they're yeah, in they Canada. Said, they said on um, the show they were like, well, we've been seeing a lot of Brody, Brody Lee, but the Stu Grayson and – Evil Uno have been uh, missing lately. I think that's because they're in Canada. I think that might be part of it. I don't know if they're. Able, it's easy to come in and out. I, I just don't know what it is, but they're not around. And that number he, 10 he, guy's getting all the push. Yeah. They're not, if they are in Canada, they can't cross the board. Um, ah. There's no entrance into the U.S. still for, I think, two more weeks. Wow. Okay. And they might extend it again. Who knows? Yeah, well, WWE took the title off of Sami Zayn. I don't know if you saw what, that. What title did he have? He's in Canada. He had the Intercontinental, yeah. and they just stripped him. No explanation. Yeah. They stripped him. And that's probably because he can't come to work. Well, I think when his contract's up, he's out of there anyway. Yeah. I hope Hopefully. so. Hopefully. He's a good wrestler. Um, I saw an article where Sammy Guevara said one of the people he really – he said two people he wants to see if they were least people in um, AEW, and one was Zack Ryder, and he really gushed mm -hmm. about how Ryder – Basically, everything Sammy does, he really, Ryder set the stage for that. The YouTube shows, the blogging, the all that stuff. Okay. And he's like, he was such a trendsetter. All his shows, that, that yeah, inspired WWE me to do a lot of what I've YouTube. done to make myself popular and get myself over. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was before YouTube yeah, the, the, was like the, He was the one, he's the reason why WWE made all these YouTube uh, shows and channels because of him, because he did it on his own. Yep. 
And he, he regrets that he ever let them sink his like little fingers in some of it because he said they ruined it. <laughs> but because uh-huh. I just saw him on Van Vliet, it was a great one. He said he actually went to them about his current podcast when they, they first were starting to do it. They the do a podcast they're, they're, about they're, action figures, yeah, wrestling yeah. figures, yeah. And they said, Nah, we're not interested. And he goes, Thank God. He goes, Thank God, because now it's mine and it's still mine. And I, it's like blowing up, and I'm putting all my effort into it right it's now because I got yeah, nothing but time. I think they and, had a couple. Was it was it on the network or did you look it up on YouTube when we? It's on the YouTube, but he also has a podcast and it was with Kurt Hawkins. Yep. Yeah, it's him and Kurt Hawkins' show. And it's theirs, and they're selling merch, and they're you know what I mean. And it's like the dude's excited. The dude's a hustler. He's going to be in in somewhere good. Don't worry about it. He's going to be fine, man. Yeah, he's he's a collector. He he collects toys. Star Wars, all different types of stuff, and wrestling figures. He's a, he's a collector. Dude, I saw a picture of him. It wasn't his picture. It was Chelsea Green's picture. I think it's Chelsea Green's mom, and it's like Mother's Day, and they're having dinner. And so it's it's Chelsea Green. It's the mom. And then there's Zack Ryder in the background. Well, I guess we don't call him Zack Ryder anymore. He's something Cardona. Um, Matt Cardona. Matt Cardona. He's in the background, and he literally has an action figure in his hand, and he's showing off his action figure. They're like at Mother's Day dinner, and it's supposed to be like a Mother's Day picture, and he's got a freaking mm-hmm. action figure, and he's mm-hmm. so excited to show off. <laughs> he's a total nerd. <laughs> yeah, he's. what's cool about him is that um, him and his, his dad is like a – he owns a gym and stuff, so those guys have trained a long time, and Zack Ryder um, – People think that he's really old, but I think he's only like 34, 35. Yep. He's just been in WWE for so long. Mm-hmm. That 22. It, it, he got signed yeah. with them when he was 22. So the, the, like 12, 13 years he's been there. And this yeah. dude's going to, it's about time for him to get his, his push. And I know that he's good friends with Cody Rhodes. Yeah, really good who, friends with Cody Rhodes. Who was the other guy? Though? He told a story real fast that it's Brandy and, and Cody that... um got him to go on a date with Chelsea Green. Oh. So he's like, they found my wife. He goes, you want to talk about my best friend? They helped me meet my wife. <laughs> so, well, that makes sense because he, Cody at the time was an impact when uh, Chelsea was a blonde and she looked like a mess, hot mess. Oh, yeah. Is she the <laughs> one that just went to NXT? Yeah. She's no. been there for a while, but they don't really use her, unfortunately. Because no. so, she got signed so before Britt Baker got signed for AEW. She got he's leaving, first. but she's she's not. She's not, but of course she needs it more than he does right now. She's not over completely. I mean, she wasn't all out or all in the original before they were the AEW. First, yeah. She was one of the four Ooh. women. I think it was just the it was Bullet Club all in or something. It was. Those guys. But I think that all NXT talent still has a choice that they can choose to opt out if they want. I wouldn't if I were her yet. Well, you and I have talked about Wait, this. There's just better training for the women right now in um, WWE. Now, if they're not going to use you or you're already an indie success like Diana Perozo Vitroso, then, yeah, you get the hell out of there. She can go do something somewhere else. But if you're someone who's still learning your craft, like Britt Baker could have really benefited from the Performance Center, to be honest. Her wrestling would have got better. Um, but... You know, it is what it is. She's with AEW, so. Who who is the other person? That oh, Kurt actually... Angle, because oh. he's a legend. But he said not wrestle a lot, just be around more more of a mentor no. in the back and wrestle once in a while. He no, must be a mark think... for Angle. Who knows? Yeah, I don't see that doing anything for them. Yeah, but there's a few. I mean, hmm. what I I also was trying to figure out is I guess if you're 
NXT, you are available for this pay-per-view next weekend. Because um, mm-hmm. they only have 30 days no non-compete if they were let go. So they can jump okay, right okay. in. They could, they could show up on Double or Nothing. But oh, if you were a WWE talent, you have a 90-day. So none of those guys are going to show up other than the Revival who let their contract end. Do you understand what I mean? The Revival is still a possibility, but you, none of the others can show up. Wait, who was the NXT that was released, though? The biggest person would be... Um, there isn't one, to be honest. <laughs> that Taya Conti, that, oh, that, that Brazilian girl. girl. And I don't think she's that great. Because even Vertrosa, she's considered a main roster. So she can't... She's not available till 90 days. Even though they hardly... They used her just enough. So they get a choice to just leave? But they have to wait a certain amount of time? Yeah. Wow. But Rachel Ellering is available now. She's hurt. That's oh. part of why she, yeah, she's not oh. healthy. So I don't. I told you I don't think she'd be good because she's a little too much like Statlander. Similar build, similar style, a power wrestler. Um, I don't know. I just don't think. If you're going to bring someone in, you bring. they need some mic work. They need some people that can really work. That's why I say. Vertrosa, whatever, Dana, I can't even remember her last name. Deanna Perosi or Perosi. It's an Italian name. Oh, Perazzo? Something like that. Perazzo? She can work. I think so. She was an indie star, you know, before she signed with them. What does she do? What does she do there? She they never used her ever, really, in WWE. They used her for squash no, I matches. Think, I think they brought her in because they were hoping to get Marty. You think and so? I, uh, yeah, I think that's. They're like, we have your girl now. You need to come, but it worked he, with he Cross. Yeah, I think the reason that's why they signed Scarlet. They didn't use Scarlet one for one second until he got there. That's all it is. It's just bargaining chips. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, we have her now. You you want to hang out with her more? You come here. No, we're good. But the other thing is, if he went, if he would have went to AW and she stayed in NXT, what's the difference between Jacksonville and Orlando? That's what yeah. thirty minutes, an yeah. hour. <laughs> she could end up in ROH, but I, yeah, I don't think they're together anymore. So I don't know. So oh, you're talking about um, the Marty villain? And, yeah, yeah, I don't know. So um, speaking Oops. on Elring, did you watch the Road Warriors thing? Yes, I did. And that was fun because I loved the Road Warriors as a kid. And mm-hmm. living out here in the West, the Road Warriors were like almost mythological to me because I didn't get mm-hmm. them on TV very often. We got a lot of WWE and sometimes we would get some um, AWA or the, whatever Ganya's federation AWA. was. AWA. Yeah, yeah we get that Because that was all the dudes from Minnesota because that was taped in Minnesota. Yeah, and they played them on ESPN at random times mm-hmm. during the day. So, like, if you didn't go to school, like, you're homesick or something, you could watch AWA during the day. Um, So, the Road Warriors didn't really, I mean, it was more like you'd get the magazine, and there was no YouTube or nothing back there to see them. So, you just see these photos of them in the magazine, and they were, like, popping off the magazine. Like, who are these fucking dudes? And then you'd hear that they came out to the ring to, like, cool-ass music and stuff, and just were, like, so they were, like, shit to me. I yeah, because they, really they came down so. to Iron Man by um, Black Sabbath. Yes, that's what it was. Yep. Yes. And they were just so you never really beasts. Seen them until, um, Iron Man. So you never really mm. seen them until they went to WWF? No, I would start getting, like, tapes. 
like like you would go rent a tape at the blockbuster of like a starcade or something like that and they'd be on it and you never saw them on tbs though no because we didn't get tbs initially okay out here it took a while before we got tbs and 605 eastern yeah, or I would have seen them. So they were like, it made their myth even larger. All of those guys, them, the mm. Koloffs, Sting. To me, they were like these mythical heroes that I couldn't get to see, and I yeah. just would read about in com- in not in comics, in um the wrestling the illustrated, P- the PWI, and yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yeah. you buy those magazines, and, and there was no hell. Yeah, my whole room was like <laughs> I remember because you had those pictures, and I had posters. Well, even Joe when he was yeah. little, his to... whole walls all the way around, like up from ceiling to floor, and was all wrestling room, po- posters. If there wasn't enough room, you would just take like a piece of um what is it called poster board and glue a bunch of them on there oh a bunch of little ones yeah <laughs> yeah there you go hell yeah just yeah, sort like art projects for them to do and i remember like, hey, um, here you go. one time that's when his favorite wrestler was our truth no i thought <laughs> it was our truth no it's true it was oh okay it was our truth and then undertaker and then jeff yeah. hardy eventually yeah nice yeah nice. so i used to have like i had to work for like one of them because one of them, like, you wouldn't let me have Sting on my wall because his face was bloody, so I had to work for it or something. Oh, man. <laughs> so did you like the documentary on the World Warriors? Or was, it, was it tragic? Was it? I kept falling asleep, but I I seen, like, a little bit of it. To, to me, I've already seen, like, the story, and I knew the story, so it was nothing new to me. Yeah. I mean, I I mean I lived through that time and I seen those matches like the scaffold match and I I seen like I was even a New Japan fan at that time mm-hmm. where they he he brought over um the other the other dude to join the um the Japanese dude to join him what they call him Power Warrior Something and that was warrior. because uh, like Animal was hurt and yeah. then um I also remember watching when they introduced Draws and they kind of made a mockery of Hawk too yeah, with his, his painkillers and I seen they that. made him like even they did that with Animal after they made Animal look like he was a drunk later on in his career too. That's that's so yeah, typical Vince. Yeah, like I tear s- people down I or take seen. something that he knew like I mean even think about the big show his father passed away and then they had him chasing caskets and stuff. There was and a, like, th- basically mocking his dad's death. No, it was Big Boss Man tied it to his truck, and he had to chase it or something. I remember that one. Yeah, Vince yeah, but his dad fucker. really died during that time. So, like within weeks of that. That was the only way that he was going to get some TV time. Yeah, so he made fun of him. He exploits That's... people. Yeah, because I seeing we were watching it really early. That's why, like Dusty I... Rhodes, he was so upset about Dusty. And he made him wear polka dots and stuff because Dusty was the booker and the main dude that was ruining WWE because people at the time were watching WCW because, you know, the son of the plumber was dominating him. Vince would spend all that money just to bury you. Yeah. So seeing you were watching it so early, I did keep falling asleep, but I woke up for a couple parts and I was like, wow, really? Like, so he so hawk was going through like something like really tough and so they just brought in another guy and made them beat him up yep. that's that's very vince mm. that's very very and, vince 
And it sucks. Mm-hmm. And you know, I hated demolition for that reason. I felt like demolition was just a huge road warrior rip off in the world. And I just didn't really like demolition. I was hard on them. That's what they, oh yeah, because Demolition was there way before they brought in the Legion of Doom. Yeah. Because <laughs> they, they had enough warriors. Yeah. yeah. Well, they also, they couldn't use the name because WCW owned that. They they owned that right. Um, but, did you, yeah. Did you see that they said that Vince McMahon took the, uh, that bump for in like the middle of like a club he must like have they been put him so on his shoulders if that's legit and he took that bump he must have been so drunk like what is the move called i don't know that was their finisher though well, so I like they had him on his shoulders and like he took a clothesline off we of used him. to do that to the neighbor kids when i was little dude that was fun <laughs> those highlights of showing them against the koloffs and against the steiners it yeah. made me remember how big the tag teams were like big guys in yeah. WCW, because there was also Harlem Heat. There was um, uh, what's the Gorillas of Destiny's dad's name? Oh, the Islanders, the um, the no, Haku, Haku, no. Haku, and and he was called something else. Him and the Barbarian were a tag team. Yeah. Remember? Oh, you're talking about the Warlord and Barbarian. Yeah, those guys. I think yeah, so. They were there, but um, Haku was in. Was he in the Islanders? I think. They like but the he was Hitch. also in WCW. Yeah, he was. He was Ming, Ming. And yeah, WCW. so Ming and the Barbarian, maybe, because they had possible. some crazy battles with Harlem Heat. I remember that. Well, um, back to, back in those days, like they guys were more bodybuilder size. Yeah. yeah, that's what they went for. Nowadays, it's more Flips. all different sides, and I mean, you get guys that are more cut up in MMA, you know, normal mm-hmm. people size. Yeah. But, the, but they were fast. I mean, the Harlem Heat and the Steiners and the Road Warriors could do mm-hmm. some incredible fast moves. And the Koloffs. Yeah, yeah. Nikita so, Koloff was a badass. Yeah. Yeah, that's your favorite. <laughs> he was. Yeah, that was. He was my favorite. Or in the Rick Steiner and Scott Steiner before yeah. he... Mm. Yeah, before he got big, became Big Papa Pump. Yeah, when he would do the Frankensteiner all the time. Yeah. But I also would pop for Ricky Morton and those guys but now i would see them and i'm like chill out dude you're like 60. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and you're still doing sell. canadian destroyer oh by the way speaking of canadian destroyers Britt baker did a pretty sweet canadian destroyer and i was yeah. surprised i was like that was really good this week <laughs> but you know who does canadian destroyers dustin and i heard her on the jericho podcast dustin rhodes Every week when they fly in, they get to do some training in a class with Dustin Rhodes. All the oh, girls, so the ladies you think do. He's teaching I them? think he's working with her to do that. He probably helped her get that think, move down. I I heard I've been listening I still to a lot that. of the unrestricteds, and he said he does like train most of the women. Like yep. he helps them with a lot of that stuff. I still think that Teddy Hart does the best Canadian destroyer. In yeah. Yeah. Or Pentagon. No, Teddy does it from way up in the air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's some crazy stuff. <laughs> Dude, Britt is, is, wow, it's okay. I loved Britt when she first joined AEW off of her indie stuff, and I was high on her. Remember we were talking about her and B Priestley was going to be the like money-making match of all matches, and then it just fizzled out into nothing. And we didn't like Britt. But during this break, she's gotten together with all the people that are, know what's up. She's trained better. I guess she works with Cody and Jericho on her promo stuff. 
she really picks Jericho's brain. I guess it's something he did in WWE that she, where she's gotten her role model idea from. And he said, go for it. I like it, and I'll help you with it. And now she's got it totally together. And she's going to have the title by the end of the year. I think yeah. so. Now, you used to say, like, they don't have enough heels, and now they have, like... Now they have tons. Like, like uh, well, who, who's a heel? N- Nyla, Britt, B, B, and Penelope Ford? Penelope would yeah, be a heel. If, B, if and when B comes back, she could be either or. I mean, yeah, she could be yeah. one of those tweeners. She could be more like a a Steve Big Austin swole. or something. So there's like four. Yeah, but they need a baby face that can talk, and that needs to be swole. They need a baby face because because she, Sheeta's never going to be able to really articulate English well enough to be a uh, good. She's promo. getting better at it. Like yeah. when I seen that her little uh, interview, but I mean, yeah. And then and then Nyla Rose found her kendo, kendo stick. Yeah. yeah, that's stupid. So, but yeah, it was pretty cool. It was a good show considering it was a tape show. Um, we know Double Nothing is coming in next week. We're going to do our big Double or Nothing what predictions and stuff like that. And I'm going to try to bust my ass right after we record and get it out Saturday morning so you can hear our predictions before you watch Double or Nothing on Saturday night. It's next Saturday? It's next Saturday, yep. Okay, so, so. that means that all the matches should be out by... Probably after I've after this it. week's Dynamite. They might announce something on Dynamite. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I sent you the card, um, yeah. what so, they have thus far, but things yeah. could change. Things could change because there's still some people. We'll see who's coming, who's not coming. Um, that's the thing. You don't know who's coming. So uh, we'll see. So is Blood and Guts buried? They're not doing that? They're not going to do it till they have fans. They're kind of hinting to going back to that because they're they're going to do that stadium thing. They're going to do that where the elite's going to fight. Oh, the stadium Um, brawl thing? Yeah, they're going to use the whole stadium. It's all about the social distancing. I read that's why they're doing, because people are saying, well, you're copying money in the bank for because they're doing that ladder match but they said well we can't do a battle royal because of the distancing so i guess though they're going to stagger people coming to the ring for this yeah, ladder match like every couple of minutes somebody else is going to so come so it's down. like the royal it's, rumble with the ladder yep but more so they're going to make sure people are eliminated so you don't have like a ring full of 10 people right do you understand that's why they're not doing a rumble and if they so, do the stadium thing all the elite and all the inner they can circle spread members would be spread out yeah they can spread them out all over the place. And they but can do a lot of the crazy see, stuff that they did in that last street fight. But, like, you could see how how many people are lined up for all the wrestlers that are outside the ring. But that's a, it's still confusing to me because the, they test all these guys. Yeah, and they said they have wristbands so if they passed. Is it, I think is it's, it it's more lip service for the people who decide whether they're going to shut you down or not. Because I guess you oh, okay. do have inspectors that kind of do decide and you can get reported. If you're okay. not following things, WWE's gotten reported. There was an article. Yeah, oh, yeah, they did. Um, but it could be because just like um, they said, NBA is supposed to go back and start training, and they can train, but only three three guys can be on one rim, and they have to be split in time so that they have groups of guys that can only go at certain times um, for right now. Mm, okay. To me, that's it. Doesn't make any sense because it's a team sport. So why even open it back up? But it's you know, it's just that these billionaires are trying to make some money. So, yeah, so. it's whatever. 
it is whatever but it should be cool i'm excited i'm excited for a pay-per-view i'm seeing what they do um i also think they're going to take the challenge of making sure their version of a ladder match is different than what we just saw money in the bank because money in the bank was um a cinematic match like you know the undertaker thing and everything they filmed it weeks in advance they they edited it in a way they did all those things that you know to make it some where i think this is going to be a live traditional ladder match yeah and so. it's not it's not a briefcase it's a poker chip yeah same oh. difference they can that that is money in the bank they can try to sell it all yeah. they want but they are cupping money in the bank on that one it's a poker chip so it's how, a poker chip how big is this poker chip we'll see it's probably a big old poker chip about the size of a briefcase <laughs> It's got a handle on it too. Well, yeah. You know, it opens up. Has to have something. But that's all I have for live wrestling this week, or or taped wrestling, or whatever the hell you want to call it, wrestling. Um, So let's do our tournament. Let's. Okay. We are we are at the very end of this puppy. Yeah. And this uh, is going to be a long podcast. <laughs> oh, my Lord, is it going to be a long podcast. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to have to edit the fuck out of this thing. Oops, watch my friend. <laughs> uh, all right, well, we're in the final four of the, po- or the podcast, the, the tournament, and uh, we have two matches. We had, In one um, region, we have John Moxley versus Will Offspray, And then in another region, we have Kenny Omega and Tensei. Tetsuya. Tetsuya. There's no end. Okay, Naito. Thanks, Joe. Naito. Come on, Joe. Naito. Tranquilo. So, uh, which match do you want to start with? He's bilingual. It's up to you guys. I'm trilingual. Wee oui, wee. Oui. Okay. Um, okay. Bonjour. That's French. He said he could speak French. I'm helping him. Okay. Yeah. All right. I asked Rose him what his name was. The Quebecers. <laughs> no, you're supposed to. If I say Tuto Pelcomol, you're supposed to say Jean Mappel, uh Andrew. No, okay. too hard. That's my name is Andrew. Your name's Andrew. Yeah. Ask uh, Joe Paquette from Quebec that listens to us. I think that's how you say his name. Um, if my French is uh, adequate, I don't know. Mm. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, uh, let's go with the Moxley Osprey. Okay. Um, Talk about we all know who I think's skills. winning. John Moxley ain't got shit on Will Ospreay. Yeah, Will right. Ospreay. No. Okay. He's chopping him down. No leg work, so he can't do whatever. Joe. Triple backflip moonsaults, and no, even though he's matter. gotten pretty he's big, he's been eating burgers. In is the this a no DQ? Bottom. No DQ. If it is, is. no Dairy Queen. No Dairy Queen. Oh, no, he definitely is eating some I mean, Dairy Osprey, Queen right now. <laughs> Osprey is eating a lot of burgers, and he's put on a lot of weight, and he's looking buff and stuff. And so is B. B shredded. Will's getting bigger. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they definitely are using their time. Oh, man. So you pick you pick Mox. I don't pick John Moxley so that he has a problem over there trying to pick one. He's oh, just trying to man. He's just, he's trying did, to make this show be longer by having me agonize over this pick. Come on, Joe. Um, well, I mean, I was going to pick Moxley anyways. They're all one-on-one normal matches, I think. God, we're showing our bias, but I'm going to go with Moxley. Mm-hmm. Are you serious? I'm pretty sure he's serious. I'm serious. He's serious. I know you're mad. Well, that just affected who I was going to pick in the next match. Oh, yep. I figured it would. 
I figured yeah. it would. That's why I was hoping we did the other one first, because it did for me. Not knowing who was in this other one kind of did it for me. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so Moxley went through. Because so I the next him. match is Omega versus Naito. Okay, so here we go. We're going to have to go. I'm going to go with the leader of the Los Ignorables, Tetsuya Naito. So am I. I'm going to go with Naito as yeah, well. Yeah, that's where I'm going now since you picked Moxley. Because I picked Moxley, Moxley. Because I'd rather see Osprey versus Omega. Okay. See, and that's so where I, the problem but... was for me is I always wanted Naito. When this first started, when we got down to the Naito. four, I knew I was going to pick Naito. And so I, I based that on that. Mm-hmm. I didn't want Omega to go forward. I think so. You were thinking of a, a, a Osprey Omega. Osprey Omega would be great. Yeah. But... Pretty sure Naito deserves it more than Omega does. So uh, as a Naito Moxley, so you guys kind of know where I go on this because I just said it. Double heavyweight. Yeah, I'm, I'm going I'm Naito. Yeah, me too. Naito beats Moxley right, because so he doesn't, doesn't deserve to be there. Because <laughs> <laughs> this right. shit's rigged. <laughs> Man, we gave you Osprey all the way to the end. Pretty dude, much. Dude, you Joe just, just mailed it in and stuff because he doesn't <laughs> care about ratings and stuff, and he just ruined it. I mean, yeah, we could have had a better match. But you could sell Omega this with a double heavyweight Osprey, championship match. Two of the best workers in wrestling. The that Triple H champion and the like, Rep Pro match. It could have been a two-hour match. Well, we could do it like they did in um, Wrestle Kingdom. The two losers ended up fighting each other in Wrestle Kingdom, remember? Um, Ibushi fought um, Jay White the next night. So we could still have it as the undercard. It's undercard, though. He doesn't want to see that. No. Who cares who finished second? Yeah. Obviously, you do. You like Will Ospreay. What? You do. You like Will Ospreay. He doesn't finish second. He did. You have him balling out before he got to second. Moxley goes. Yeah, Moxley second. got second. Yeah, see. Osprey got tied with third. Your your math is lacking right now. So that's the. the this this March slash May start. April. Did it Wait, start no, it's not March? May yet. I don't know. What I think it started. It is in, May, Joe. It's, it's May. May 15th. It started in March. It did start March. in March. It took us yeah. three damn March, months to get this April, thing done. <laughs> hey, but no, we're here no. now. <laughs> we got there. Finished it. We we didn't quit. We finished. We finished. We finished. That's what's Even important. though you didn't get the the ending you wanted, um, this is some bullshit. I'm pissed. <laughs> I'm about to put Joe through this table after we're done. He thinks it's funny. He thinks because he got a little arm muscle and he's. I thought he would pick Osprey. I thought he would save me. Like I could pick Mox no. and make my pick, and, Joe's a and dick. your guy would still go on. But you didn't do it, Joe. You had to be no, contrarian. No. I don't even think you like Mox. Get the pick. I he, mean, he doesn't. He's, he's good. I like Mox. I, like I think Mox. this goes back all the way back. I like to, him a lot better because to he like likes Osprey. Mance Warner beating. Um, yeah, Walter or, or Shingo or somebody. He's, he's been mad since then. Or you know what it is? It's because we took out all the um, luchadors. Man, well, we wiped out luchadors. You guys destroyed Vikingo and you guys <laughs> killed it's Tyler Bates' career. Name. It's an awful name. He, he, yo, he's been waiting What kind of Mexican dude is a Viking? I mean, let's be serious. Could he have been an Aztec well, he, warrior or something? He's the son I mean, of the Viking. Like, he's I'll tell you son this. Of a Viking. Fred, he, if you would have picked Omega Osprey, he would have picked Omega. Just to spite well, you. I you would know be that. okay with that. I'd rather have 
Kenny Omega beat Will Ospreay than John Moxley. I mean, seriously, he can't fucking wrestle compared yeah, to him. True. <laughs> He's nope, not a worker. Will, Will Ospreay's going to... I mean, when you take the best wrestler in the world in 2019 or 2018, put him against the best wrestler in the world in 2019, then that's a good thing. But you just ruined it, Vince. Yeah, so I, I did it too. I did it too. I picked. I picked Mox. It's his fault. Yeah. He was the tiebreaker. But see, yeah. I was going for Naito, and that's my thing. I, knew I was, I was going go for Naito, for and I didn't want to see Naito versus um, Osprey. Didn't want to see no, that. Me either. That's why. I, I, <laughs> that's why you picked Omega. So, oh, yeah. So I like trying. I think he's he's right now. He's the number one wrestler in the world, right Ooh, now. Like, no. Uh, no, um, Naito? Naito. Yeah, that's my okay. pick for number one. I would pick him over most people. Um, yeah, well, Will Ospreay lost because he would go for a triple backflip and, and Mox would just put him in the Death Rider and then it's over. The Death Rider is stupid. It's about as stupid as John Moxley. <laughs> Quit antagonizing <bouncing> him. <laughs> bouncing off the rope and doing this okay, little bounce that, off the okay, rope. That's that oh. Vince McMuffin stuff. We yeah, don't talk about that stuff on the show. Fucking garbage. You're garbage. See, you're I antagonizing. Bro, Brody Lee's going to kick his ass. Yeah. Oh, man. Sure. All right. Well, I think we should sign off before Joey ends right. up going through a table. Okay. Um, you can uh, find going the, through the table. <laughs> you can find the podcast at um, nerdylegion.com. You can find our show at Indie Alley. You're going through the table. <laughs> I hit the gasoline, so you can't put me through a flaming table. Oh, my so. God. So send us out of here, Joe. For What are your last words? My last words are... Um, I love John Moxley. Uh, yep. And uh, that's it. Oh, oh. <laughs> What do you say now, boy? Huh? Huh? What are you going to say now? Huh? That's it. Huh? Say uncle. <laughs>